Oh my goodness. Hello. This is a bonus episode of Race Brain Podcast. My name is Rich Ryan. Big news coming out of the Spartan world today. No burpees. Cool. But also this brand new race format, maybe no national series at all. We don't know all of the information, but we know enough. There's been stuff that's been out there. I'm sure you've seen it. And uh, we decided we wanted to talk about it right now. Instant reactions. Bracken, Jack, and I. Kirk, he's out doing life stuff. Good for him. But us, we're ready to talk about OCR. So we just do some initial reactions, talk about if it's good, it's bad, whatever. Bonus episode. Here you go. You're going to love it. All right. We have an emergency podcast first emergency episode that we've done here at race brain but we have big news popping on we we all had a little bit of time kirk you know is out living his best life doing thing he would can't interrupt him doing so he won't be with us today but bracken and jack they're here we're here to talk about the big news that happened jack tell us a little bit about what the news is because there was like three or four things that dropped all at once i'm still yeah. trying to wrap my head around it and i think there's more details to come as but uh, right now, we just kind of want to talk about what we think. Yeah, I think the the biggest news is that Battlefrog is coming back. Or, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, so Spartan is getting rid of burpees in the elite and age group waves. That's one of the big changes. The other one is now they are going to have, instead of your traditional sprint, super beast, whatever distance it is as part of the uh, elite series, which in the past has been the U.S. National Series, this past year has been the North American Elite Series, they're replacing those standard distances to every single, each of the five races will end up having uh, a three round, 3K championship race, where essentially you have three rounds, 45 people total, 15 people per heat, uh, per gender. So 15 men, 15 women. Um, but And then you'll have three groups of those going off at once. Round one, uh, you're going to have all, all 45 people go off. The fastest 30 will move on to round two and run a thousand meters one more time. And then the 15 fastest of those will advance from the semifinals to the finals where they will, instead of running a thousand meters. like Can I pause you for a second? Yeah. I'm already confused. Okay. Yeah, I thought, go ahead, Brad. You said 15 men, 15 women. So I, I 15 times three, that's what I meant. They're, they're round one, uh, I'll start over. Round <laughs> one, you're going to have 45 total athletes. Round In one, three different races? Three heats three within heats. round one. So not all 45 go at the same time, 15. Correct. Go 15 at people time. at we're just, i'll just focus we'll just do like 15 45 uh, men 45 women yes, and three it, heats of 50 90 total athletes 45 per gender we are going to have three women's seats three men's seats in round one okay. those are going to be thank you a thousand meters and you'll have 15 athletes go off at a time so three separate rounds so 45 athletes the chip time whoever the 30 fastest of those you might have Five from one heat, 10 from another, whatever, however it comes out to. The 30 fastest athletes from round one will advance to round two, where they will try to be one of the 15 fastest in the 1,000 meters. Um, So of those 30, half of them will make the finals. Those who make the finals, instead of running 1,000 meters, will now run 3,000 meters to the finals. Does that make sense? Uh, I I followed these words you're saying, yes. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Bracken, what was your reaction when like, I think the burpee part we just figured this out on the last episode that we did too. Yeah. we just did the burpee over the line that would have worked I think that that's less new less big news especially for what we're interested in here in terms of like the growth and trajectory of the sport this change of format though it's 
pretty radical, a radical shift in what we've seen in the past mm-hmm. decade or so. So Brad, what was your initial reaction when you kind of like read this or heard this? <laughs> I, I actually thought this was, this was a, a spoof. This was a, a joke of some sort. And then I started to realize, no, it's not. And we've heard rumors of this in the past. Allegedly, COVID year was going to have some of this start happening, right? In the the, the day before the race, they were going to start trialing some 3K short court, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I still didn't get it until I read the final slide of, I believe it was inside OCR's story. And it said, there will be laser pistol. And I said, oh, yeah, I, I wonder. And then it said, and you can go for the trifecta, which is 100 meter short world ops. I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it now. Yeah, this is... This is this is the Ian Adamson. This is the world obstacle. This is the standardization. They're they're putting everything in the pro basket into a standard format that they're going to try to shove through to whatever the goal is, whether that's Olympics or whether that's joining biathlon or multi-sport, whatever it is, this is the new product that they're going to market out. It all made sense as soon as you saw laser pistol and world obstacle. That's what it is. And then they're going to leave Spartan untouched to keep trying to churn the masses out and do their thing. But this is this is the new product that they're going to push. That's That was my take. Now, let me just add one thing. This is a standalone Friday event for elites only. As you mentioned, <laughs> Bracken, standard beast, super, ultra, whatever, sprint. Those are still going to exist. You'll still have an elite heat from what it sounds like. And those will just be on Saturday and Sunday like they've always been. This is just an additional offering solely for the pro side of the sport. Well, I, and I want to clarify that before you go, Rich, because I know you've got something to pop off on, but it is an additional offering that replaces a current offering. Yes. It's a new addition, but it's in lieu of the North American Elite Series, in lieu of every regional championship, and in lieu of the Spartan World Championship. So they didn't hedge their bets. They went all in. They said it's a new offering, but you will no longer have the ability to compete for a North American championship on a sprint super beast course, nor will there be a series for that. This is our pro offering across the board now, other than trifecta championship and ultra world championship. Could you guys help me understand a little bit about the the standardization piece? I'm I'm much uh, out, more outside of the loop on this, like the hundred meter part. Then when you said the laser pistols, like there was uh, a light bulb that went off in your head that connected all these dots. To mm-hmm. me, uh, I am just observing this more or less from the outside. I don't quite understand those parts and how this is all coming. It just seems like to me it's just like a radical shift that I think that would help the viewership more or less. Right. And that's, that's the first thing that came, uh, that, that came across my mind. It's like, okay, they're doing easy labs. Production should be easier. It should be easier to follow this, but like, what is it about the triple crown and this other organization that is called, uh, what was it called? Uh, FISO, FISO, FICO, FISO. Geico. So what, what is this? What, what are we talking about? I think that's world OCR, like the Federation International Day obstacle or something. I, I forget or obstacle sports. That's what FISO technically stands for. I think they're the ones who have been pushing for the Olympic movement and standardization obviously is part of that in the past. And are they are an independent organization 
of OCR enthusiasts that want to push this into the Olympics, basically? No, no, they're, they're not comprised of people who started in OCR. Uh, there may be some people involved with them now who did, but they they started outside of OCR. They started more in the world of modern pentathlon and multi-sport, and they're trying to create a a new way to keep their sport afloat. And Joe latched onto them early as a path because you have to get sponsored. That one route into the Olympics is to be sponsored by a sport. That's very broad strokes, but they were basically going to bring us to the dance. So is it fair to say that, that this organization kind of sees obstacle racing at like basically kind of investing in it and, and maybe it can pay off for them long term or investing in the sense of an investor investing in a company? Yes. Yes. Not investing as in I'd like to invest in your sport. They're diversifying their portfolio. In yes. That sense. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that, that makes sense then. And then so <clears throat> this shift into... A 3K, is there precedence for something like this to have it be so, like, how, it seems like there's not a, an appropriate handing off of, hey, we're moving this direction. Is this just something that we should have expected to happen of, okay, all of a sudden now everything's different? Uh, or or were we expecting it to kind of move into that and seeing what's popular, kind of the way that Spartan came up? It's like, let's let's provide this opportunity for people to, to, to see what they like, and then we'll change it based off of the feedback or whatever we get as much or as little as they do that. But this is just a complete switch. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And I talked to Matt Davis about this actually on the episode mm-hmm. I did with him. Once we got through with button heads for 45 minutes, we, <laughs> we talked about this and I aired my grievances with the issue of world obstacle and in right. particular Ian Adamson. And one of the pieces was that there's been no transparency or even like partial information shared it's pretty much just been happening behind closed doors and that's what we're seeing here this would have made sense back in the day if we go back to maybe 2015 or probably 2015 at the colorado springs spartan race they sampled the laser pistol for the first time is the home of the colorado springs olympic training center they brought the modern pentathletes out Joe was there. They had the special tent. I was in the tent there with Joe and the modern pentathletes and Ida Edmondson. I wasn't racing. I was injured, but I was there as like an emissary from Spartan Race. And that's probably giving me too much credit. But that happened then. And then they started a few of those thousand meter courses indoors and maybe one outdoor. And there Mm -hmm. was a laser pistol at a few of them. And then it totally vanished. And now it's back. So maybe... 50, 100 years from now, you can look back and see the breadcrumb trail and see, yeah, built towards that. But in this moment, there was a crescendo. It left. There's nothing but whispers. And suddenly a change happened like that. And I think that's the, on the athlete side is the big gripe right now is there was no hint of this to anyone outside of the people who were in the room. Mm -hmm. So it was very much, it looks like a bait and switch on one side of the coin and on the other, they would say, yeah, we've been working towards this for years. We did our thing back in 2015, but it it is very abrupt right now as we see it with our current understanding of the trajectory of OCR. Do we foresee this, them backing off of this, or this is kind of a done deal? Done deal. What do you guys think? Done deal. Also, real quick, Rich, VJ just texted me and said, uh, just look for him in the lobby. He said he, he'll hop on and give a quick 60-second hot take. So if you see him pop up. Who invited VJ? He texted me. Yeah. He said he, he wanted to do that. invited himself? 
right. Yeah, yeah. How did he know we were meeting? Yeah, lucky, what happened here? We're doing our be stuff a, behind closed doors. There seems to be a leak. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, it must be it must be Kirk because he's Kirk. not here. Right? Definitely Kirk's Kirk. bored out in the woods right now. Yeah. 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 Texting all um, people around. So Jack, you were you have some you're the only one of us now that has Spartan inside knowledge directly from Spartan. You have mm-hmm. your foot in Spartan's camp. You get to sit in meetings. You got to see a bit of this process happen. So I'm curious about A, you said yes, this is a done deal. And B how long did this deal build for? Obviously, you can't say certain things, and I'm okay with that. But what can you tell us about this process? Because it's murky yeah, I, on our side. I mean, it's definitely been in talks for like a year plus. I'd say, oh, here's VJ. We'll, we'll get him real quick. Are uh, you at we'll Walmart? Long and Wal- lean and finding deals. The Walmart of sports. I'm at Dick's Sporting Goods. Nice. Sporting yeah. Goods. Right. Okay. What do you think, VJ? All right. So I'm just going to express my concerns and then I'm going to express facts. Okay. So obviously I'm really excited about 3K obstacle racing. It's kind of my jam. So more opportunities to race like that. I'm super stoked about it. But the fact that the Elite Series, at least from what I've heard, the Elite Series is moving to the 3K format. I'm a little bummed because that kind of drops what the heart and soul of Spartan race is. As much as I like short course racing, Spartan race is through the woods, through the mountains, that kind of experience. So I hope they don't lose that. But then on the other hand, uh, they just built a series for me to win. So (laughs) (laughs) congratulations. Did you come on so we could all offer you congratulations of this news? Hey, man. Check. Uh, I'll be on the podium uh, whenever you need me. I'll see you there. <laughs> could be a, could be in the Olympics the way things are going. How about that? That would How be legit. Um, I, I mean, I don't really see, unless we have like huge leaps forward in the sport really soon, I, I don't know. But I mean, I'd love to be an Olympic athlete. So, yeah. What, what about no more burpees? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it's going to be really easy to officiate which is going to be nice so that you have consistency across the board. There's no opinions involved. It's uh, you completed the penalties or you completed the obstacles. There's no like there. So that's really nice. Um, and that lets them not have many staff, not have them have to pay as many people to be, you know, monitoring um, that sort of thing. So it's going to make their operations a lot easier and a lot less complaints from athletes in any sense like that. Right. For sure. Yeah, the no burpees thing, I think that's a no-brainer. <laughs> I cool. think that's that's good to go. Awesome. Thank For you. For sure. Man. I just give my input and I'll leave you to Good luck at Battle Bunker. Crush skulls. Yeah, I'll I'll do my best. It's my specialty is throwing heavy weights and uh rucking. So we, we do know this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, Talk to you soon. See you, See you man. So, Jack, okay. back to you yes. before I think Atkins is going to be tuning in from the local bike shop next. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> KG will be joining us from the firing range. But until then, why don't you pick back up where we left off? Yeah. So, so basically, this has been in the works for probably like a year plus from, from what I can recall. Um, definitely the standardization element that's kind of been talked about for a while. Like, I, I mean, 
a lot of people have been kind of upset or were upset at first when it's like a 5k is a sprint a 10k is a super a beast of the half marathon that was like the initial laying the groundworks of some standardization then you started seeing no more surprise double carries and every single sprint is only going to be rings and then for the super you have a different rig configuration you, you had certain obstacles for every single course so yeah it, it's kind of been laying the framework slowly but surely um to be honest, the multiple round format, I only found out about recently where, you know, you have the qualifying, the uh, quarterfinal semifinals to make it to the finals. But I knew that the, the shortening of the distance at which the races that was, that was coming soon uh, or this upcoming year, I've known that for a little while. So what do you guys think it means for, for the athletes? Because if I was highly competitive in the Spartan series now, which just wrapped up, I would probably be upset, you know, if I was, uh, especially the newer athletes coming in, like, uh, Ryland or Hawk or, you know, the, the Atkins and Lindsay who very much put them, put their lifestyle around a certain style of racing. And now it's going to be completely different. I mean, there, there's definitely gonna be some crossover. We've seen athletes like Atkins do well in short course format or even Lindsay do well in like the Spartan games, but it's taking away a lot of like what VJ said, the heart of what Spartan race is. Mm-hmm. So what do you think this means for, for the athlete side of things? Yeah. Bracken, if I can just chime in real quick, I know yeah, you've got a hot take on this, but I think that the fact that this is happening in 2023 is a lot different than if it was happening in 2013. Cause the same athletes are not winning the short races and the long races as kind of was an automatic in the early years. So I feel like now you're going to see a lot of athletes be a little bit more affected because they, they can't win everything um, as they did when the sport wasn't as deep. So I think that that's going to affect some people's opinion on it. If this happened early on, you might've had some athletes be like, well, just head and shoulders above everybody who like, I'm not happy with it, but I can still make a living off of it. And I think that that'll play into some people's opinion. It's interesting because I have three takes on them. And the first is that it's the exact opposite of that. I don't think it changes anything on the scoreboard. If I take a look at the Mm. top, let's just look at the world. Take the top 25 racers. I would be willing to bet that in this 3K distance, which if we look at Spartan Games was one in 20 minutes for the men and I believe 24 minutes for the women. That is long enough that I don't believe you get more than two new people, maybe three cracking the top 25 in the world. Now the top 25 rankings will shift. I just don't see it happening because where, who are these people that are so good at 10 to 15 minutes of OCR and can't run 45 minutes who can extend up to 20 and suddenly be a new player. I don't think it matters. I mean, look at, look at who does well in DECA. It's like the same Same guys who do do well well at beast. Yeah. So I, I understand what you're saying, Jack, and I think the sport early on, you could have just taken the same five people and put them from Deca Mile all the way up to Ultra Beast, and it'd be the same five people. Yeah. I think it's the same way now, but it's 15 people in North America now that would even have a chance of making a podium. It's the same ones. It just maybe shuffles the order slightly. Hmm. Would you bet against Ryan Atkins in a 3K with 30 no. obstacles? Would you bet against Rylan? I guess what I'm saying is same faces, different places. Potentially, yes. But I actually don't think it uh, it changes the places all that much. What it does do, though, and this is point number two that I have, is it removes why every single one of them does this. 
Mm-hmm. So I looked at this and I thought on paper of all the people I know, who does this help the most? And it was VJ Jones. Right. And VJ is like, yeah, I'm stoked that I probably just got handed a series made for me, but I'm not excited to do that style of course. And I don't think anyone else, I was talking to Lisa about this beforehand because my first reaction, I got this message while I was on a call with an athlete today and we talked about it. And I said, well, it's the quickest way you can get Lindsay out of this sport. And she'll <laughs> retire for, for real now because she doesn't want to do it. And then Lisa and I were talking, but who does want to? Like, who does this fire up? And again, let's just say 15 top North American athletes. We all are in a room. Raise your hand. Who does this really fire up? I don't know if you see any hands go up. So it's in theory, it's good for the sport. If it can get to the Olympics, it's good for the people behind the scenes. If it can pad their resume and get them on panels and it can get them on Olympic boards or Olympic, uh, um, get them a chair, a chair seat. But I don't know if anyone in the sport who is a top 15 or 20 in this, which that's the field that will go into this. It's only for the pro end. I don't know if any of them jumped out of their seat like, finally, because no one got into OCR to run little laps. They got into OCR to go play in the rough stuff. And this removes that. So I just don't think any athlete is excited about it. It's going to be like a new crop of athletes, but it won't be. Well, eventually, eventually it will. It's not going to be, it's not going to be the same time. That happens naturally in sport though. Yeah. Yeah. But like when now the athletes that come in, you get the people like the Rylands or the Veermans who need to be in the mountains and who are, who are wired that way. Mm -hmm. The people who are going to get into this are going to probably be more athletes like you or I, Bracken or Jack, actually like the track athletes who, uh, mm-hmm. might be in, interested in ninja type of stuff. The type of person will definitely shift and we'll see the the mountain enthusiast, the outdoor enthusiast kind of move out. But currently, yeah, I agree, Bracken, like that the people are just going to have to move there because what else are they going to do? Yeah. You know? Well, and that's the, that's the interesting question is because it, it is something I brought up on the episode with Matt D.B. Davis, which is what does our sport get out of this involvement with? multi-sport and with modern pentathlon and all that. And it's, I don't think anything, we hadn't seen anything currently. And what does it get now? Well, no one in this sport really gets anything from Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. This is now being built for the next generation or two, which our role in sport would be to say, Hey, we want this sport to be around and healthy and thriving for the next generation, but it won't be the sport anymore. Yes. Sorry about the sirens in the background, but 3,000 meters of probably not that difficult obstacles is not the sport that we all grew to love. And so it doesn't really benefit anyone because do we care if the sport is around in 30 years as modern pentathlon? It's just a weird spot. I'm not totally decrying this decision. It's just, it instantly alienates over 90% of the existing pros in the sport. Absolutely. So let's fast forward like 10 to 15 years and say, this is what sticks because the con- something that I find concerning is the amount of elite athletes. And we talked about this on the last episode is just like, a, a, there's barely enough women to, to be able to talk about over the course of a beast distance mm-hmm. because it's so spread out. And we're here sitting here talking about 45 athletes. My first reaction is like, we don't have that. No, we don't have 45 athletes to start on a starting line without bunch of uh, people. It's going to be, 
age group athletes who live local to that venue who pop in, do one 1,000 meter loop, and then are out if they can even field the thousand at, uh, 45 athletes. Mm-hmm. So in 10 well, to 15, go ahead, Jeff. just to just to fill that in since since I know a little extra info, um, they are going to have like a gated system essentially to get in, but then it'll open up to everyone else. Like they're going to offer it like, Hey, are you a tier one athlete? Essentially you get first dibs. Then a few days later, tier two athletes will have a chance then tier three. And then if whoever is open after that, it'll be first come first serve. So I, I okay. think you still will have the but right not, people in there, but yeah, it's, but it's not gonna be 45 people, 45 competitive people. It'll look differently. You'll you'll see a bunch probably of the the let's say the women that do a bunch of savage races and don't do Spartan. I think they would do well here because mm-hmm. this isn't the kind of thing that you can come in as a runner, run a lot, fail an obstacle or two, and run back into it. We saw it on Spartan games. The people who weren't good at OCR were minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes behind in just a twenty five minute race. So right. I think it will reward some people in the sport. But what isn't going to happen? unless they find a way to really fund this and get athletes there is who's going to show up for a Friday afternoon race. Uh, unless the prize money's big, you'll have people racing for prize money rather than yes, the venue, definitely. which again will be a very big departure in what OCR currently is. I think you'll find athletes, but like you said, if this, if this sticks, it won't look like this thousand meter rounds are kind of nonsense. They're absolutely nonsense. So Jack said he just found out about this. And I would say that whoever was working on it isn't a sport-based person. As in probably wasn't running races themselves, which isn't a requirement to be a bureaucrat in sport. But should we talk a little bit about like the 3K distance? Sure. I'm I'm, I'm not going to argue you on that. Maybe, maybe that's the most palatable distance. It's the same time duration of a stadium, which we've said for years is probably the most palatable and mm-hmm. filmable style. So why not? But 1,000 meter prelim, 1,000 meter semi, 3,000 meter final. It's very weird to me. Now I have some reactions on it, but I want to hear from you two first. On the the different distances to get you into the different distances. Yeah. Final. Why two rounds of prelims to get to final and why 1,000, then 1,000, then 3,000? I'm that that to me as a track athlete uh, makes very little sense. I I'm not, I'm not going to say everything they've done here is bad because hindsight might say that this was the best decision for the sport. I think this is either a sport maker, a sport saver, or a sport killer. Mm-hmm. And it's it a hail might, mary. It is. It's a hail mary, and it might, we might look back and say this is the best thing that ever happened. So I'm not actually going to judge the decision right now, but I will say. This prelim system is a really bad choice and it will not stick. That has to be changed before this will work. Do you, it, would it, you have rather seen three separate 3K single qualifier rounds? Everyone runs a 3K first and then the top 15 of those makes it to a 3K final. So everything's 3K the whole time. Well, I don't see the need for prelims and finals because kind of like Rich said, there aren't 45 contenders in the world right now. What if you do open this up to, you know, you bring Europe over, you bring North America, Australia, you've got some pretty tight gaps right there, I imagine. In a world championship, in a multi-day competition, you need prelims and finals. In a North American elite series? Yeah. Just think of like the 800 at the Olympics and stuff. Like you have David Rudisha lining up against, you know, someone from a small country who has no chance, Mm -hmm. you know, against him. You have 
different stagger. I think they put like first seed in heat one, second heat in heat two. You know, you break it up so not. Oh yeah. It, so you have that variety in all the heats, and I think that that'll eventually be what happens for the world championship. I'm guessing. Yeah, and I agree that you have to have it for championships. You must. Otherwise, yeah. there's no way to get everyone into the final together, and you'd have to waiting. run two different timed heats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think two different timed heats would work for the national series. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get into the better one is your performance at the previous. I think the first time one based. of the year mm-hmm. is time trial based and you move on from there. But the issue, the difference is with someone from like Romania lining up against David Rodija is that they're running the final distance. And so they're competing on the same thing that you're going to be tested on. However, what if it was a 200 in prelims? Someone could push Rodija to the limit. And he's going to have to go to the well. Part of the thing about rounds is that the people who belong in the finals generally get through unless they make a mistake. Except, if you have a thousand, for, the, except for the hurdles. That's the one time that it happens. That's true. But it's in still a the thousand same event. meters, one third yeah, of the duration, true. even with carries and something difficult, that will be under seven minutes. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking someone, thing. <laughs> someone who is incapable of be, even being top 15 in the final could run an all out. 1000 meter effort and screw things up for everyone, which the reply is, yeah, then you have to do it yourself. But that's not the point of the prelims. It's not one person. You test the final in the prelim and this doesn't do that. This I could go out and win every prelim, every single race simply by, because I'm probably in like 156, 800 meter shape right now. That doesn't mean I could even go top 10 or 15 in a final if we competed right now. In fact, I would bet on myself not to be able to go top 10 in a final, but I could knock out the top seed just by just by fighting because you have nothing to lose, right? If I can't make the final anyways, I'm going to try to get through to round two. It's it's just it's a system that's set up not to make logical sense. If you do prelims, they have to be the final. Logically, they it would be flipped. The prelims would be 3K. And then if they wanted the final to be a thousand meters, fine then it's all the best athletes who belong there but if when it's the other direction thousand into 3k those thousand meter athletes are going to have no shot at the at the winning in the 3k at all so so what i would say is that this prelim system isn't even needed instead of 45 just let 20 into the final and go or do an a heat and a b heat and that's how it is all season long you have an a heat and a b heat and you can win from the the b heat that's fine but after one week of that, everyone's going to be in the A heat that belongs in the A heat. So I just don't, have never seen a precedent in the history of sport that I'm aware of where the prelim is shorter than the final. <laughs> if you if you guys can come up with that, listeners, please clue me in. But I don't see any logic in that. And that is a big flaw that's going to cause this to look really unprofessional from the start. End guess- of my rant. Unless- I guess a lot of other sports, you know, you play 82 games, 162 games, whatever, to get to a best of three through seven series. So, like, everything changes in the playoffs when the most is on the line. That's I'm the closest analogy. But, yeah, I know. It's, it's different, for sure. I'm just trying to think of some similarity right there. So, yeah. uh, uh, cross one. Sorry, one. The only thing I can think of is the short preamble time trial at something like a golden trail series or a mountain running championship where you'll do a vertical K or a three K to seed the final. 
Yes. But it doesn't eliminate people from the final. No. If you could, I'd go out there, I'd win the 3K and eliminate Killian. No, Killian might be able to beat me, but you could eliminate Remy or someone like that because, okay, I can run fast for three minutes. It doesn't have any bearing over me getting my ass handed to me in the mountains in the finals. Aren't there some some CrossFit events where it's like, we're going to have the top 20 make it on and now it's a different movement for round two and then the top 10 make it to round three within this individual event. They did that this year at the games where they, the the skills got more advanced. It was as the cross jump rope thing that yeah, was yeah, different yeah. than the round before it, and like, but, but that's that's a rarity. And that's already at, and that wasn't that was one event, right? And in, in at the world championship, at the scope of the world championships, like yeah. the CrossFit Open for is something that I was thinking of. That's I try to parallel a lot of the things to that. It's kind of like our cousin. They uh, the Open, an athlete could do well in entirety of the open and beat say uh a, t- a tia to me but then in the next in the semifinal, there's going to be something that's going to separate them to make mm-hmm. sure that the right athlete gets to the games and it's usually some sort of heavy weight right um so you could do well in the in the first couple but to actually get to the world championships you're sussed out right away where this would have to be if they did a 1000 and then maybe a 2000 for the semifinals. To, or a to, 5,000. Or, yeah, just, and then just blow it up. Them. Yeah. Right. I want to be clear about something. This isn't me ranting against this change in general, because I'm going to show up to these if I'm allowed in. This, this is me very whoo, well. Man, this, this is, is the, what, salivating. What I, was, is the, I, I wanted this seven years ago. Like, this suits me. However, I'm also very aware that if I'm suddenly good at this, it's because other people aren't doing it because they don't care about it. If this makes it to the Olympics, it was a great business decision for this new sport. Whatever this new 3000 meter sport is, it is not obstacle course racing as we've ever seen it or cared about it before. So if it makes it through, that's fine, but it doesn't help this current sport. Unless by rising tide, raising all ships, we are pulled along with it like Iron Man and ITU, except Iron Man is not in the Olympics. You know, so I, I'm I'm not against this version of sport, but I'm very against removing the current for the last 12 years established series championship style and replacing it overnight with something that has almost no connection to it. That's the part I'm against. Will it help a lot of people? Yeah, but it doesn't help the sport. Basically, just changes the sport overnight. Changes the sport, and that's that's one thing. When I was saying, like, let's imagine ten to fifteen years from now, the sport is just going to be not what it was, and and, and that's. It, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be smaller or worse. No, it's just going to be how, different. How about this for an idea? So you know how this is the standardized. If people want that rugged, you know, old school style race. Do it on Saturday. Do it on Saturday. You don't have to have that standardization like we've seen nope. recently. Do your double sandbag carries. Do your ridiculous bushwhacking and like two spear throws in the middle. Of it. Like you've got that flexibility now that less is on the line for the elite field for the rest of the for the rest of the weekend, in my opinion. Well, and I think that that would be the absolute correct answer if there was an equal f- series for that. Right. Like this I'm saying, case. assuming there isn't a series that now they can do this. Yeah, but, but they, at what level? Now it's recreationally. Uh, recreation. I, I would. There's, there's I still going to have an elite heat. Like 
it oh, doesn't what? have the same prestige for sure. It's not a no series. money or five hundred dollars. They should yeah. probably not have any money, and they should probably not even have elite. It should probably be because they so, should. Yeah, just they could hold start. them concurrently. You could have this. Yeah, you could have this short course standardized and the gnarly long course on the same weekends at the same venue all throughout the year. But it would have to be still the U.S. National Series or the North American Series, along with the North American Short Course Series. And maybe this one is tracked to the Olympics and this one is still just OCR. But as soon as this becomes the priority, they're going to put nothing into that. And now it's just recreational pursuit, which is great if you're there recreationally. The top end athletes are there to pursue the thing they love professionally. So if this works out, that's fine. It'll be great for everyone involved, except obstacle racing itself that will die yeah and that makes sense that makes sense on the recreational part because that ocr will die in terms of the professional side of it spartan racing will die yeah the, the current form the most popular form of ocr is spartan racing and spartan racing will die because it's built upon something that this isn't even remotely tied to do you foresee it eventually being under one of these different, I forget the acronym again, and it just FISA, like, kind of FISA, whatever, and and kind of being a proof of concept, and then it does just kind of bud and 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 disappear into something different. And then Spartan can exist the way it is, where mm-hmm. they are getting people off the couch and they are this uh, aspirational venue style course. Um, or do you see it like Spartan Race? This is just what Spartan Race will be now. Well, it has to because Spartan race cannot enter the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Just like Ironman or CrossFit. Will yeah, not. a they company can't. Yeah. So th- this is the proof of concept for the shadow organization up here. So if it works, and again, I'm not saying this is the death knell for the sport. This could be the savior for the sport. Yeah. But if it is, it's because it splinters off and makes it and gives us a great level of exposure and we make it. It is, but, but what I'm, what I'm cautiously pessimistic about is what's going to be left when this splinters off in the meantime, has it been, has OCR of the Spartan OCR sprint, super beast style withered and kind of died on the vine while everything was pumped into this. And now when modern pentathlon or whoever says, all right, we did it, come on over and we take it. Is this just now dead barren field? Like if it can be Ironman and ITU, I think they're both incredibly healthy. That is so good. But is it not that? Is it going to be ITU and suddenly Spartans just stuck down here withering and dying? That's that's the thing. Can they keep both healthy simultaneously? I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I'd like to think they can. Speculate, you think it can, but man, I don't know. Well, then we have to let them play out, right? That's the only way to see it because we can't see around this corner because we didn't know this corner even was possibly going to exist unless you had some inkling about it. So a year from now, this might be dead and gone and we're back to business as usual. And Mm -hmm. anyone who is in their prime is a little pissed that they lost one year, but that's it. And now the proof of concept has been proved wrong. And But... This also could just be the new normal, so to speak. In five years, this might be all there is. And I think it deserves the voice that like the Lorax that stands up and says, I speak for the trees. Like it deserves someone to say, listen, this could be great, but this could also be progress for progress sake that wasn't asked for. 
Mm-hmm. So I think that there needs to be, I'm okay if they go towards 3K, but the fact that they said there is no world championship or series for anything else, that speaks to pure industry rather than let's bring us both up together. Let's replant the trees we cut down. That, that's that's why I'm taking a slightly negative or very negative stance on this is because the very first thing they announced when they announced it was the immediate cut of everything that the sport has been up until this point. Mm-hmm. That didn't inspire confidence that they're looking at, at it holistically like let's grow these both so that when Spartan can't be in the Olympics, we still have this waiting. Now, I think a lot of people just instantly they're looking at 3K, it's short, and we're all on the same page. If you don't think a short race can hurt, run it faster. It's it's just as bad, just because it's not a 90-minute a race or 90-plus minute, whatever. I haven't Hasn't everybody just been asking for more obstacles through the years? And now if you're going to have a 3 by 12 obstacle, you've got 36 obstacles in 3K. Say that you have this at a venue. like Remember Big Bear had that multiple loop? Like mm-hmm. You can fit some nasty elevation change. Do some steep climbs, steep descents, steep carries, whatever. You can get that variability. I think that this can extend out to a lot more competitive than people realize. I don't think this isn't like we're on a track and running two and a half laps, doing thousand meter repeats or something with basic, you know, playground monkey bars. I, I think that they can, they'll have the option to only do ropes or something or nunchucks or for, mm-hmm. for the grips like you you can control this course and make it a lot more competitive and i i think that people are jumping to conclusions first before even seeing the proof of concept i think and i don't product, even know what it is at this point I, I think this product is going to be better in terms of consumption like I, I if i saw this back when i first started ocr i don't know how interested i would be in it but i would be more interested in watching it than i have been interested in uh, trying to watch what we have now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that from that perspective and the competitive side of things and how compelling the stories can be and how much we can follow it, it's going to be better. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's debatable that you can film this perfectly. You can make it perfectly standardized. You can make it as nasty as you want. You're right, Jack. Everything about that is correct. It's just not at all the product that has been it's there. just so different. And the it product would, that has been there is the reason everyone fell in love with it. So I don't want to be that person who's stuck in his ways and is afraid of everything new. Because like I said, I'm going to compete in this. <laughs> yeah, this I really am. You, Bracken. I'm going to scoop this up and I'm going to run with it because it suits me. But OCR as a whole has always been not about match your skill set to be perfect at the sport. It's been like we don't. It, we interviewed Ryan Atkins this week. We've talked to a few other athletes recently and you hear these comments that people were craving the courses of old. They were excited about Blue Mountain because it's the course of old. They were excited about Mexico this year because it was the course of old. They thought Kelowna was great because it was the course of old. And so what the groundswell of emotion is telling everyone is the opposite of what was just presented to them. (laughs) So again, while it might be a perfectly valid and great, and it's going to be a pristine, really clean product. I have no doubt about that. It's just the opposite product of what everyone was craving. And so again, I say... This could be a great product that's a home run. It just isn't what anyone in this current lane wanted, asked for, and needed. They want more obstacles, but not cookie cutter. They want to be surprised off in the woods somewhere with a with a nasty obstacle. So, Jack, I agree. It's going to be such a great product. It just and, maybe isn't even intended for OCR. Yeah. I, I think that another thing, um, I don't... I'm, not sure that it's going to be like 100 meters in, you're going to have this obstacle every single time. 200 meters in, you're going to have. I, 
they could do just a big cluster and send you out in an 800 meter loop. And that'll let you break it up. Like if they wanted to design the course that way, I imagine that they could change the, you know, the layout of this pretty frequently. And Mm -hmm. I think if it's just very, very boring, repeatable, um, you know, you can specifically train for this. You're never going to have more than X amount of feet of elevation gain. And they're split up by this. That's when it gets to become a sterile product, but you can still make this interesting in my opinion, without having seen any course. I mean, people don't mind repeatability and, and like actual quantifiable. DECA and high rocks, I guess. <laughs> I think that's what this, the strongest part of DECA and high rocks is that people can train for something and see mm-hmm. them, themselves improve. But since this is on the elite side, again, it goes back to what Bracken said. It's just not this, it's not what we've been doing. It's just yeah. so different that it's going to be jarring. And maybe now that they have the, the, the idea behind making things standardized can be this 3k. They can make the courses of old yes. on the Saturday. They can, we can fill our buckets ourselves again. We can use logs out in the woods as part of it. And it could be that experience that people want, but they're just not going to make any money. <laughs> and that's well, or minimum. And maybe, and maybe they do. Maybe, they, maybe they do. Maybe they, that becomes twin you know, parallel paths of the sport. That's that, that would be so good, but they didn't say anything to that. So we're dealing with the information we have. And generally at a launch, if you don't hear about it there, they, they don't place a whole lot of emphasis on it. Yeah. You know, like when they, when they launched the, the, the latest pixel phone, they also launched the newest pixel earbuds to go with it. In the past, when they launched the phone, the pixels came stumbling out about a year or two later because they sucked. No one really cared about it. I was like, oh, maybe someone will buy it. But when people launch things in tandem, it's because they care about both and they can see that they're mutually beneficial. When you launch this and say, and we're getting rid of the series, I don't think that they're hiding their hand like, but wait, there's something better. No they way. Would, <laughs> they would get ahead of this anger that's going to swell up. So, Jack, I'm going to ask you this. Is there any reason that I should believe that this switch to standardization is not intended to eventually leave the Spartan ecosystem. Like, is there any reason? I don't want to be a pessimist. I truly am open to this. Is there a reason to believe that this 3K style, which is, it only has laser pistol because of the Olympics, because of modern pentathlon. If it's on that track, is there any reason that it's not? Is there any reason that... This way outside fun. my pay grade and, and knowledge i i don't have any info on that you're the you're the lot the, the logic the statistician you're you're the yeah. statistician uh the logical mind here think of maybe you can't because you have some spartan you know sway behind you and you can't buck the trend rich i'll open it to you both of you is uh, there am i missing a side of this is there a reason that this isn't destined to leave spartan's ecosystem no i, I agree that it it seems like it's pointing that direction, but I don't have any info that would say otherwise. I think that it, that would be a, a really good outcome if it it does come up and it's successful and it buds off and it's gone, you know, and it's something different. And then, and then in in the scope of history, like you were saying, Brack, I'm like, this is just a blip. This is just something that they needed to do. Maybe it takes a year to figure things out. And then next year it's like, here's the Olympic path, but we're also going to bring back the, you know, Spartan mm-hmm. specific seat. Like it, it could just be a blip. We yes. already went through a year without racing essentially in COVID. Like, yes, now we're racing again, but like we've seen a gap year where you didn't have a series, for instance, yeah. and you came back and they changed this to North America. Like people, 
people were a little upset at first and then like no one likes change but it might turn out to be the right thing yeah yeah and and that could be i what i would request of the industry or spartan not that they care would be that what what is our light at the end of the tunnel like if we're smart enough to see that this cannot be Spartan in the Olympics. So this must pass through world obstacle or modern pentathlon or multi-sport or whatever you want to call it to get there. If this is leaving our sport shortly, semi-shortly, maybe it's five months, maybe it's five years, maybe it's five decades. If it's leaving, is there any intention to keep around what we currently have? Because if there's not, what is our incentive to support and back this? If we lose our beasts and supers and sprints and the thing that we've dedicated our life to training and training others for to go out there and rip up, if it's now relegated to recreational status for the top end of the sport, what is our incentive to support it? If it's truly just going to be gone, if it's, listen, we are using you as proof of concept and there's a big kickback coming and you're going to see your gnarly courses again. Yeah, we can get behind that. It might be a pilgrim Indian thing where we're getting duped, but maybe it's not. So what is the incentive? I would like to know from Spartan that this isn't just 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 completely someone riding the coattails of something already there. And we're going to turn around and leave you for the next hot looking person as soon as we can get on their radar. Do you guys uh, do you guys watch Succession? No, there's this there's this uh, term that they use in it. It's like no I don't remember exactly. It's like no person of importance involved. And I think that that is how we're looked at in the scope of what they're trying to do. If mm-hmm. we get, if they lose us or the people that are involved now, it's for the greater good of what they see the sport going to. And it's going to be other companies are going to have to pick us up. I bet if Savage saw this news, they're probably like, holy shit, there's a massive opportunity here. Yeah. They might not be ready to take it. There might be other companies who are ready to mm-hmm. kind of build up and take this place. There's going to be a vacuum that gets opened up because of like what you said, Bracken. They're not going to, I don't, I can, I don't know what the odds would have to be to be like, oh, and they're going to have money to appease the athletes who are wanting to do two and a half hour races. I don't know what I'd have, what kind of yeah. odds I'd have to get to bet on that. I, I don't see it happening. Let's keep in mind that we're going to find out more stuff for sure. Would this announcement <laughs> come out like eight hours ago and we're just doing a hot takes episode? I guarantee you we, we recorded this on our normal Tuesday. Would probably have some more athlete reactions someone from Spartan will surely be interviewed by Matt or will, you know, some, someone there just to get a little bit more info. Um, so yeah, we're, we're being a little speculative at this point, but yeah, definitely. they're all valid points for sure. And like, it's good that they will be able to hear these concerns so that hopefully they can address them. Now I will say v- this, go ahead, Rich. I was, was going to say, remember when VJ was on the show a second ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, crazy. I will say this, Jack, you're absolutely right. They could pump money into this and whatever for a while. And if and when it spreads its wings, they can just bring back. Like, it's not hard. Yeah, They can just say, hey, we're doing it. They just said, we're going to make a 24-hour ultra race. And it was a hit on year one. It's not like we're all going to like sit in the corner and pout. Like, no, you took it away for two years. We're not doing it. No, we're going to love it the chance to go run through the bush in the mountains again. So let's, let's do it. They can just bring it back. Mm. It just has been a long time since Spartan made a decision for the whole good health of the sport. And so it's hard not to use that framework moving forward. That if Spartan is not the big ship that people are fighting over, if it might be the ship that's sinking, this could be a life raft for them, not for us. Totally. 
And that's that's the fear. So I don't want to go doomsday on this, but in the the hindsight of the decisions that have been made since the let's call it the new regime, as the Kobols and Joe DIs of running the pro side have left and the new regime took over, it has become increasingly less about the sport, despite sometimes throwing more money at certain prize uh, purses. So it's hard not to view it through the lens of past decisions this company has already made. If they offered it again, I would, I would have zero qualms if they offered it in conjunction with the existing series. But the fact that the series got axed for a product that cannot survive in the Spartan ecosystem long-term is discouraging. It's, it's uh, disconcerting because it can't, it can't survive here. So it's intended to fly free. Yeah. I, this isn't to debate any of the, it would be nice to have another option for people who don't want to run this format. Mm-hmm. This is more, I, I thought of an example where this short course round format does exist in OCR, conquer the castle over in Europe. You've seen, you know, Jonas Drescher, Ian, or, uh, Ida, Leon, Nikolai Dam, that they've all run that and they have multiple qualifying rounds. It's nice and short, but the cream always rises to the top. You see the same people in the finals. And I think if people do give this a chance, most likely we're going to see the same people. And if they, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to throw a little bit more prize money just to incentivize people to try this yeah. and stick around. I don't think it's going to be as bad as pe- some people might think right away. And this is all an unproven product, but there is an example of that happening in the past. Oh, this will work. Yeah, I'm not debating that. Yeah, This will work just fine. And the current athletes will do very well at it. Look at look it's how close foolish. the battles are in like a two and a half hour, you know, what we just saw in Blue Mountain and some of the European championships yeah. super close. Like it's gonna be twice as close as that in a anywhere from a 20 minute race or so in a 3K yeah. final. But it's more that we might not see that ever again. It's not that this yeah. is not gonna be good. It's just that it's we're not going to see two and a half hour battles anymore. That's the way that yeah. it's looking. That's un, yeah. that's undebatable. I, I it, totally agree with that. I'm just looking at I mean, it's, it's, if we look at the menu of Spartan race, you took their most popular item and replaced it. Mm-hmm. You didn't add a new, it's like you brought the McRib out and got rid of the Big Mac. Like, some people apparently get excited by the McRib, but no one wants it there in lieu of what they would normally order. It's a nice mm-hmm. thing to add on the side. And that's what I see here. It's that. I don't think we'd have any issue with with Spartan Cross, let's call it, <laughs> with, with this not Spartan Cross product. No issue if it hadn't just replaced everything we lived and breathed for 12 years. Yeah. That's the only issue. Like, where does that go? If that answer comes out over the weekend, I'll lead almost all of my words other than I still don't trust uh, uh, the, the multi-sport world. Outside of that, I'll eat all my words. That's fine. But we just have to know that this current product is not intended to die on the line. And I guess only time can tell us that. But and, and, and honestly, I the way I kind of saw Spartan Race or what I worried the most about the shift in Spart of people not participating in Spartan Race is that they just closed their doors one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least that's not this. Like this is different. This is better. This is going to give some opportunity for people to shift and for other companies to, to uh, fill this hole. But uh, yeah, it's going to be different. I don't, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's better or worse because I'm not in it anymore. If I was in it, I'd be more upset, 
but uh, it's definitely going to be different. Jack, I have another question. Yeah. Uh, this let's it's thousand meter loops with obstacles. So, so it's in, like, yep. in theory, those are going to happen near or around the festival grounds. Mm-hmm. Is there a chance that Spartan builds these independent of the other obstacles already on course? That what, would be with what we know about Spartan. So do you think that a laser pistol is going to only be in this race first? you know, the Saturday or the Sunday race. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that, is there a chance that they use walls, crawls, hoists, rigs, monkey bars on this, and then also build them out on the course? Or is this going to turn into run for a couple miles, hit your obstacles, run for a couple miles, hit your obstacles? Cloverfield. Yeah, I was going to say like our episode that we talked about where we just look yeah. back. Is this also in turn going to change the course setup of all? the sprint supers and beasts, which as of right now are remaining untouched. There will be different ones, right? I'm sorry. I'm jo- I know you asked Jack, but there'll be like the t- twister won't be part of the Spartan cross that will be out in the woods. It was but like, what's that? It wasn't, but like th- just saying for, that. saying for example, right? Like there will be like some obstacles that are only there mm-hmm. and other ones that are out in the woods or whatever. Yeah. I'm guessing they're, they're not just only going to have one festival or usually like even in blue mountain, you had, a few clusters of like four to five obstacles and then a quarter mile east of it, you'd have another big cluster of it once you reach There's the no way they're building two multi-rigs. No. No. So I guess point being is that if we're talking about the epic and the gritty and the scale scope of a super and a beast, if 60 to 70% of your obstacles are already in range here, what is the incentive to have big climbs up and out and go down the other side if there's not going to be anything out there? I, it seems like I'm just still being negative, but I'm just thinking no, of point. we could see the continued neutering of the supers and beasts mm. because of this product. So again, it's not necessarily that it stands alone. It potentially has on both fronts, the ability to kind of cannibalize the existing product. Yeah. So it's a, just another concern I have. And, and maybe, maybe Spartan will say, Hey, we have totally independent backers for all of this. We're building our own obstacles. This won't even have anything to do with the course other than we'll let people come through on the finishing gauntlet and do it. And then again, I'll eat my words and say, wow, good on you guys. That's fantastic. This enhances your offerings. But we've yet to see Spartan open up the, the, the vault for obstacles in the past. So that's, it's a concern I have. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I don't know. I, we have to see how it is. And if it's mm-hmm. a predictable order every single time, that sterile type of layout is I, I wouldn't be a fan of despite the, you know, being excited for the multi-round format. Cause that, that just brings you back to your track days having to run prelims. Which qualifiers. I love. Like, love it. It's cool. I'm going to be it out there every time. Loving it. <laughs> I'll like watching. I think I would watch this if I didn't participate in OCR. That's what I think. I think yeah. if I saw this on TV, I'd be like, this is cool. I want to see mm-hmm. who goes through and who wins. And it will be, we'll get to talk to people. They'll get to build up the stories, get to know them in between the competition. Yeah. And I would be invested. I probably wouldn't want to participate as much. It might just not be as much. I mean, it's a twenty minute race. There's a good amount of endurance in it. It's a flat yeah. stadium. That's that's, that's even more better. Obstacles. They you could know, add elevation. Realistic. How much? How much vert can you gain in a in let's say five hundred out and back is what you need for a thousand meters, and you might be able to spend three hundred meters of that climbing if you're going to do like a really big loop out there. How much? How much vert can you gain in three hundred meters out? So little less than a quarter mile you might be able to gain it'll be i get what you're saying but even in you you could do that three times and gain over a thousand feet in a 3k 
Yeah, that would probably be best case scenario because the obstacles take up ground. And there has to be yeah, some I'm, I'm aware. I'm just saying, team. like, you could make a, a much different course than for sure. you could find in Jacksonville or slow. Like, you could get yeah. some – it would be OCR Worlds. You had almost, like, 800 feet of vert or so in a 3K. Yeah. Like, you can do that. I'm not debating the effectiveness of this product. Yeah. Right. I think it's a fantastic product. And maybe it's the way I thought about the iPad originally. Like the iPad's awesome. It's sexy. It's great. But why would I do that when all I want is a laptop? They created a need. Like nobody needed the iPad. Right. And I edit my podcast on my iPad and I have a desktop and I have a Chromebook. So (laughs) is there space in this ecosystem for all three? Yes. I think so. The difference is they didn't get on stage and say, here's your iPad, by the way. We're not selling laptops no anymore. Those. <laughs> so, so yeah, I will never debate the effectiveness of this. This is the product I wanted for years in addition to what happens. Yeah. I, I, I can feel the, the collective excitement for the 2023 series dropping. Oh yeah. And that's maybe in a year back, we look back and scoff like <laughs> we were wrong. I hope so. But we need a sign then in the next week or two. Otherwise, it's not coming. You think they need to announce the venues that they'll have them at ASAP? No. I or... think they need to put something out there for the people who are like the Rylands and the Ak- Lindsay and Ryan alone. I think they deserve to have a statement like, hey, you either do or do not get what you're hoping for next year. But we need definitive. Because the the calling card of of world obstacle so far has been no information until very very late and i think that we would all just like the reassurance that spartan is calling the shots here not them now will we i have no idea if this will happen what if they have 3k championship in this format world championship but then they also offer a super a beast standard style how do you like one individual one-off event What's well, better than nothing? Better than nothing, and maybe that's what they can do: have invitationals, and so they can scrap this stupid season that they've blundered so many times, and just be like, fall championship, spring championship, world championship, or something like that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, they front, load, they front load the the you know the three Ks, you know, the first four months of the year, or something like that. They're gonna have a long season, and they don't even have events. to pay out that the way that they have. I mean, we saw OCR World Championships didn't pay out a ton. People showed up, you know. Yeah. Without any any amount of money. So so predictions for next year, I have a feeling you'll have a little bit of lackluster response in event number one, like leading into it. You'll get the feedback after. And I think a, there's going to be a lot of FOMO from people who wish that they were there just because they're like, you know what? That was new. I probably should have tried it. And then after that race number two, that's where we're going to have like our real yes. feel of how, how people judge it. I will say this for Spartan. They have never put on an event the people left dissatisfied with when they did even things that didn't last the cruise, when they did their short course in 2014, 14 in Killington, Killington right after. Yeah. When they did their thousand meter time trials, when they did Spartan cross, when they did Spartan games, when they did the, uh, what was this? The Spartan combine. Anytime they put something on and people are like, this is stupid. This is such a dumb thing. Everyone who was there left and tried to tell everyone, like, you've got to do one of these. It was so much fun. So I have no doubt that people are going to love it and want to do it. Yeah. They just also want to do the thing that 
is the sport. So I'm, I'm, wanna, I'm getting redundant here. Yeah. Yeah. You right. see People Lindsay are going to what it. she does best. We, we don't want to see her transform into a certain type of athlete because it's, uh, the only I mean, offer. like there will be someone to take that place. Yeah. You know? I better see Chris. She'll move in and do really well with this. Yeah. And there will be space for new athletes to come in. Yeah. And that's fine. I would just like an equal space for the current athletes to do what they love. And that, that, that's the, that's like the calling card of someone who can't change with the times. Right. Like, I just want to keep doing the thing I've always done, but just imagine this in a different sport. (laughs) Hey, we're just, we're just going to put out a new version of your sport. People are going to love it. It's going to be great. You'll probably still be good at it, but we're not having your regular season anymore. Instead of proof of concept, we're not going to proof of concept. We're going to make this the regular season rather than sample it. That's right. a drastic step. A little arrogant. I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking of different sports and changes in major, like the big four ball sports through the years. Like, remember, you used to not be able to dunk. Like, didn't they three point line? For a while? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was going to say, then they add a new way to score with the three point line. Baseball in the first 30 years or so in the 1800s, you used to throw it underhand and then they brought it back and then they had to lower the mound because the they weren't scoring mm-hmm. enough runs they changed it there and you know hockey the goalies used to have too big of a pads so that stopped scoring they they shrunk those um what else football now it's a huge passing league these days versus what it was before um we've had that's probably I, the biggest closest one to us yeah where it was a sport shift the others were all minor alterations to a rule mm-hmm slight yeah. well, alterations minor, but to the ba- major impact minor alteration yeah but only minor alterations to the playing field the duration the expectations of how you score that kind of thing football changing uh when that when i mean when congress made it legal to finally throw which is kind of wild yeah that it was helmet, a government sanctioned thing would that that was that was drastic and we all look back and say it was for the best mm. but there are very few sports that actually changed the distance the playing field and entirely eradicated yeah everything all at once they generally sample something in yes i think we would be more receptive to this if it was sampled in they and that's that seems like that was a covid might have fucked up that plan for them maybe they were going to sample this in and it's there was talk of spartan cross they did a spartan cross there's supposed to be a spartan cross season theory yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so yes yeah um, all right. Now people are going to be mad no matter what. They've been calling for the removal of burpees for ten years. Burpees got removed, and everyone's losing pissed. their mind. Do the piss. That's a good takeaway, at least. No matter what yeah. anybody thinks of the format, like the fact that that's going away. You guys like that? I do. Yeah, burpees yeah. are so stupid. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so people are going to complain. There's going to be people like me that complain either way. I'll say burpees are go- gone. Are a good thing. We're going to look back in ten years and be like, thank goodness that changed. That was but crazy. Remember when we used to do that? It's being paired with everyone's <laughs> perception that the sport's being neutered. Not only are burpees gone, but they're also not running in mountains anymore. And they're not going to go, you know, it's it's all at once. It was just, it's so much. When's the, we've been asking for Spartan to be forthcoming about announcing things in time. They finally announced in time, but they did everything all at once. It was just like <laughs> a Spartan way to adjust it. So for sure, I think if they had just announced, listen, burpees everyone's mad about burpees let's get rid of it we would love it if they just announced we're going to add in 3k people would love it but it's in conjunction with axing the national series which has been their calling card really since its inception yeah the nbc races like 
a lot of in fact, more people regularly attend that than world championship, mm-hmm. which you can't say about most sports that uh, unless there's a qualification system to it, it gets more publicity than world championships gets and it's gone. That's the big shock here. Yeah. Now one one recurring complaint that I, I talked to a few athletes, I saw some posts as well. The biggest thing with these 200 meter run penalty loops or 100 meter carry penalty loops, whatever they decide for when you fail an obstacle. Is that do. what they are that they, they've released with the penalties? Are going to, it's only 200 meters. But you can make that a nasty 200. There were some in, for in sure. Yeah. Like if it's a flat pancake one versus doing some bushwhacking, that's going to, I hope that they at least make it worth, you know, a type of cost benefit ratio, like three or four times the duration of completing it is how long it's going to take your your penalty loop or something at a minimum and adjust for terrain. But a lot of people are like, what's going to do like Alex Walker, she posted what's going to prevent someone from just doing a tap it and leave versus I'm going to try this three times to get over it. That's something you need to figure out. Like what is, what's going to be the definition of a true attempt? Cause you can game the system. And is, this will for, is this for, is this for Spartan cross is what we're going to call it just on this podcast episode or just for the actual yep. races. 3k. Uh, no, no, no. It, like everything. Elite fields and age group and age. fields all year, no longer. Will for have. for the races that we are uh, speculating, at least Brack and I, I think we're on the same page. This is like that are going to be recreation. Who cares? Let them do it. And I they're saying they're keeping it for the open wave to keep the grittiness in, involved. Yeah, like, and that's sure. that's eighty percent of the customers. Let's be people who are listening to this podcast. It's much more on the higher yeah. end of the sport in terms of talent level, but. Most of the sport, yeah, keep it in there. That's the that's the grid that they're out to find. Now, I'm actually, surprisingly, I don't care anymore about how tough they make the penalty loops because if it's not mandatory completion, then I look at it like biathlon. Like, if you can't shoot, you just ski. And it's always going to punish you. As long as it's at least some sort of punishment, I don't care how nasty or long it is. Just you shouldn't be able to gain time doing it and you shouldn't be able to have equal. Like I did it or I didn't, it's about the same. As long as it's some punishment, I don't care because I'm of the mind that if you have to rely on minute-long penalties to get you back into the race, you weren't good at the sport to begin with. The people mm. who are obstacle specialists, really what they're saying is, I'm not a strong runner. Yes. <laughs> and that's that's the exact same argument as, the, the, as what they want to say is negative about the really strong runners who aren't good at obstacles. Like you're both playing with half the deck. You're the opposite sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's a more prideful thing right now to say I'm an obstacle specialist and these runners just run away with it. Well, it's the same argument. The runners are really good at their thing. You're really good at their at yours, and neither of you are good at the middle ground. So I don't think you should be able to make up minutes on obstacles because you're a bad runner or a slow runner or a mediocre runner, but I don't think you should be rewarded for skipping obstacles. So wherever that middle ground is, but I don't think that's going to be an issue. Especially like, if I think short course format is going to be the main, their main prize. Like even if it's 200 meters flat, like over the course of one seconds, even yeah, if, it's, flat, if it's a six a... minute race. Yeah. What's <laughs> yeah. if you are flying, you're going to do that 200 meters in 35 seconds. Flying. Yeah. <laughs> if you are running faster than anybody can in the sport right yeah <laughs> right. on terrain yeah. what obstacle do we have that's 35 seconds monkey twister monkey maybe <laughs> maybe yeah and are we going to see that three laps in a row probably not yeah. so the point is that even the fast good runners cannot run their way around this kind of thing you just no. can't hmm. will they still well, beat you maybe if you're bad at running maybe 
but you will you still beat them if you're really good at obstacles and they're bad at obstacles? Probably. Probably. Yeah. So Mark Godet texted me and he said penalty loops can be every bit as brutal as burpees. Just look at what happened in Mexico when he and Nick were sent in that long penalty loop. I've been on some um, terrible on the, penalty loops. On the ten on the ten foot loop, right? There. Yeah, four cars, and that was a nasty one. That was um, not that nasty. The, uh, uh, maybe you didn't maybe you didn't do the I thought they had a couple and one some people were saying they were bad. But anyway, back in Mexico, um, Mark said they were in contact with the lead pack. And after that, they were completely out of the yep. race the, the entire rest of the course. And what was that? 10 minutes in or something like that? It was they're mm-hmm. right there. Lost the entire rest of the race because contact because of that. And I think that loop there, how you make that determines whether or not you need a honest attempt effort rule. Yeah. If that if that uh the, the loop that he had. Like, should you have to try an obstacle three or four times? I don't believe so. You Would can you go want... leave right away, but you have a nasty something waiting for you. you might, you're might you more incentivized to get better at the obstacle. Better to get to the obstacles. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that that really I, – and, and was that – you said Alex asked that? No, that was Mark yes. that. that. No, no, uh, Alex oh, Walker oh, about – Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, there were a few a, athletes who, who mentioned – I saw Alex's post – Sure that's a va- that. that's a very valid point. Mm-hmm. But if the punishment fits the crime, you don't want out. Right. No. And especially if you're having trouble on one thing and then you have to do it three laps in the finals, like you lose two plus minutes right there. You're game yeah. over anyway. Yeah, because even a strong runner on a 200 meter loop will lose time. Yeah. So even if it's their bread and butter in the middle of a 5K race, if you're faster than the people around you, you don't want to run more distance. You would yeah. do whatever you could to avoid that. For now, sure. Now, I would, I would say, like, say it's Olympus, and you just show up, and you're like, I'm just going to use them as an example, like Joe Gray, and say he just runs up, tags it like he's playing tag, and then just continues on his way. I think you should have to stop, set yourself, at least get on the holds or something. You shouldn't just be able to tap and go, okay. in my opinion, for for something, and use your. It could be a minimum line. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you don't get yourself off the ground and make one movement, like there's a line, you have to get whatever, whatever the first movement requires one full grip. Like if you can't make it to that, then you have to yeah. stay there until you get to there or, yeah. you're, you know, but well, yeah, I think it's get at least two hand over hands at some point, you know, just, just an attempt. Yeah. Or, or maybe every attempt. single hoist at the top has an equal tape line on it. And you, that has to touch it as an attempt. If you can't get it off the ground, well, then, yeah, it still is an obstacle race. You don't belong there. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Learn for next time. So maybe every obstacle has to have a minimum attempt. So we're going to get way down into, into a different hole here. Let's yeah, uh, let's wrap let's wrap this thing up. We can get it out there. Is there any other news we didn't touch upon? Uh, was that, I mean, the 100 meter thing, I think, with the Triple Crown and the world's toughest. But um that's just know. a classic Joe thing. Yeah, that doesn't make much if sense. If you can win the 100 meter dash and the 24 hour race, we'll give you a big prize. We'll give you okay. a billion cool. dollars. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> if it was 3K and 24 hour, that would be interesting because that would be attainable. Yeah, like the be nature cool. of 100 meters mean you can't win 24 hours. You could have like Chris Roblowski, Tyler Veerman, Ryan Ackett. You could have several players going for that if, if, if there 3K, was so 24. Yeah. 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 For sure. So, so here's what I'll say. I'm going to sum up everything I feel in one sentence. I love everything they announced today except axing the national series. Mm-hmm. I love everything about it. I love the 3K. I love getting rid of burpees. 
that we'll get some messages about that. I don't care if they simply hadn't said every national, every series and every championship will be this now. If they hadn't said that, I'd be 100% on board with this. But the removal of a staple of the sport speaks to this not being for the best interest of the sport. That one piece is my only reservation, and I know I went way off the deep end about why, but if that gets remedied, I am fully in Spartan's camp, maybe for the first time in like half a decade. I think they would be doing everything right because they made two fantastic decisions today. They just have one that's kind of poisoning the well. Yeah, and it's good. Looking back, it's just the it could just be part of the evolution, and we're just we're just living in it right now. Evolution yeah. rarely happens overnight. I'm not willing. <laughs> it's pretty, 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 yeah. pretty drastic. I'm not willing to say it'll be a success or a failure until we see an event. Like, yes, it does take away from what we're used to seeing, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be bad. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good. I think we need to see the event, give it a shot, and if the beginning of the season for past years is any indication Jacksonville slow. Everybody shows up at the beginning. I think as many people as possible should show up to that just so we get a true perspective on what it's like, like does the order shake up uh, way more than we thought it would be? Is it still, still the same contenders? And then maybe they're like, Hey, different format, but I can still make money and we still see the same battles we're used to. So I'm holding off judgment until we actually see a race. Are we going? tempted i have no reason not to you gotta go let's go we're all going kirk's going you could train for deca and this and stadiums by doing the same thing easily yeah Yeah, just maybe get a little bit obstacle work and who doesn't want to see logan botris uh kent you could have killian hunter isaiah atkins rylan all of them steaming through a course side by side taking chance no one would say i won't watch that it's going to be a great jack this is maybe the only thing you're just wrong about today is that it will be a great product okay and i know you're being political it will be a success it will be. i think it's gonna be good yeah for no sure. i i'm being honest no i it will be good i'm yeah. more excited for this product than running a beast i can tell you that much um i'm just saying will it be a positive experience in the athlete's eyes. I'm waiting until there's actually a race until we see that. Yeah. yeah. But that's again, and from Spartan's perspective, that's not that yeah. important. It's never been important. <laughs> yeah. So, but for the sake of the sport, for the sake of spectators, it's going to be good. And we're going to be there. Should we give them some homework? Yeah. Play yeah. the classic detective game. Follow the money. Tell us who benefits. If you can trace it back to Spartan and this sport, I'm all on board. If you can trace the money and who benefits back to someone else, I'm out. Okay. So th- there are people smarter and better detectives than us. Follow the money. Tell me who benefits. That is the ultimate determining factor in whether this is good for us or good for this shadow organization. Mm. I would love all to right. see someone come up with a with a branch map. Just see like here's here's how it spreads. Picture that Charlie Kelly thing in the yeah. post office room <laughs> with all the threads. Yep. So we got homework. We've got some takes. We'll be back on Wednesday. So Wednesday podcast number one. That's when they hear it. Oh, I guess we, we are on talk. Wednesday. We were you, you, you and I reckon and Kirk yeah. will see each other Tuesday. Yeah. All right, fellas. Nice work. Have a good night, gents. See you guys.